Good morning, good morning, good morning. Colossians 4 and 6 reads, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Sometimes God's word can feel like an impossible order. Take today's passage, for example. Paul told us we are to let our words be gracious. And the NIV actually reads, full of grace. Full of it? As in, the bulk of our words should be made up of grace towards the person with whom we are talking to. Not partial grace, not halfway grace, all the way grace. And I don't know if you ever tried this, but, well, it's hard. It's hard when one of the precious people living in your house does something irresponsible for the 25th time. It's hard when a trusted friend deeply hurts you. And it's incredibly hard when people share their thoughts and opinions so freely and carelessly, leaving you feeling frustrated, angry, or even personally attacked. But I don't know about you. But words laced with grace aren't typically the first ones that come to mind when someone's hurtful words have landed like daggers inside of your heart. And I mean, I don't want to defend myself and point out how they're misunderstanding my intentions or maybe they thought that I did something wrong or that wasn't my intent. But just because speaking with grace is hard doesn't mean it's impossible. And Paul's words to the Colossians remind us that our words matter. Paul specifically wanted us to consider our words in light of unbelievers, telling us in Colossians, walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. And look, at how Jesus modeled grace and truth in John 1 and 14 and says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Have we seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father full of grace and truth? Every instance in the New Testament where we see grace and truth together is always connected to Jesus. We are to be people full of truth with grace-filled words people who choose healing and helpful words. Because whether or not we realize it, believers and or unbelievers alike, we are listening intently to the words we speak. People are reading the words we type. Our words testify to the kind of relationship that we have with Jesus and the kind of effect it has on our hearts. So where is the hope in the midst of words that make our pulse race and us almost want to cuss. How do we keep our words full of grace? We remember that Jesus doesn't offer us partial grace. He doesn't offer us halfway grace. Jesus gave and continues to give all the way grace. Grace that took him all the way to the cross. And well, how we need to let this truth interrupt us and redirect us. The divine grace we receive from Christ should fill, fill, fuel excuse me, 
our gracious natures and fill our conversations because we are people who desperately need grace and we should be people who lavishly give grace. And not only are we to be graceful in our speech, Paul also told us our words should be seasoned with salt. And in the rabbinic tradition, this phrase would have been associated with wisdom. In Greco-Roman literature, it meant to be winsome or witty in speech. And Paul was reminding the Colossians that they were called to be people filled with godly wisdom, to be able to respond to objections to the gospel in a manner that was winsome. He wanted their words and our words to attract people to Christ and not to repel them. So the question that I have for us today is, are your words graceful? Are you speaking in grace? And if not, do you take a moment, pause, breathe, and ask God for just a little bit more grace to go about your day? So this week, I challenge us to remember to speak to people with grace. Speak to people with wisdom to be able to catch ourselves in the moments when something has hurt us, someone has hurt us, uh, something has angered us. We sit in this space to say, God, I need your grace. So this week, when you get ready to cuss at somebody, when you get ready to fuss at somebody, when you realize that your words will not be as gracious as they once or could be. Take a moment and say, God, I need your grace because I remember the same grace that you give me on a daily basis. So let us pray. God, we come to you this morning saying thank you. Thanking you for waking us up this morning. Thanking you for allowing us to start another day. Now, God, we understand that as we get ready to intermingle and talk to folks and start our day, we know that things will happen that will make us and shake us. That will make us angry, that will make us frustrated, that will bring ways to not allow us to stop, breathe, and speak in your grace. God, allow us to have wisdom on today. A wisdom that allows us to know when to move, what to say, when to say it, how to say it. So that, God, we are consistently mirrors of you. That when people see us, they wonder how we can keep our composure. They wonder how we can breathe through things. They wonder what is it that keeps us calm and smiling and full of joy. God, we ask that you allow your grace to shine through us. That as much as we remember the grace that you have given us, that we go each day giving this people the same exact grace. And not half of it because we just feel the need to defend ourselves, not not a part of it because we kind of cussed you out, but kind of didn't. God, we're asking for grace that allows us to not only move away from it or speak in grace, but allows us to walk away and not feel guilty and not think about what we should have said, but to be able to let it go once we've moved on. So God, give us peace, reign your peace uh, around us and across us so that we can be the people of which you have called for us to be. Then God, as we move about our day, we ask that you continue to touch the hearts and the minds of those who are seeking you. God, we ask that you let those people who are seeking you find you in us each and every day. God, move mightily in our lives and the lives of those who are around us. Keep us close. Remind us 
that you are journeying with us and that you are walking with us in the moments when we aren't our best selves. Be present. For God, we thank you. We thank you for what you are doing in our lives and our families' lives and those people who are around us. God, we thank you. We praise you. We praise you for uh, being God in our lives. We praise you for being mighty. We just praise you for who you are consistently. And as we just finished celebrating giving a testimony, God, we lift you up and we give you all the glory for everything that you have done in our lives. We are in constant remembrance of who you are and what you have done. So God, as we lift you up, we praise you and we give you the glory. We pray this in your son, Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Everyone have a great day.